The December 26th, 2021 episode of Motherhood in Black and White, starring Kanji <laughs> Irby as the Black, <laughs> Tara Campbell as the Mama in White. <laughs> the Mama in White. And take one in four, three, two, one. Hey, podcast family, welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. My name is Kanji. I'm Tara. And you are joining us for our final broadcast of 2021. Tara and I want to thank each of y'all for rocking with us this year, which has been a year of tremendous growth and change for so many of us. But what we do know is we're pretty much still in the same place as we were in 2020 with this pandemic still hanging on, right? That's true, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if we think about 2021, Tara, I'd be curious to hear from you. What are some lessons that that you've learned from this year? Kind of, we know what the highlight is We for you. know what the highlight is. So, podcast family, if you have not listened to us, you are going to hear something about our girl, Tara. What? was your highlight of 2021? I graduated with my master's degree this year, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's all grown up. I'm all grown up. And she mastered it. I did. I love it. So let's talk about that journey. So you are of a certain age. Mm -hmm. You're not going to tell us We're what not going to tell what it is. It's, you know, it's, I like 90s R&B and New Edition. You could guess. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm 42. You are 42. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes. No, I'm curious. So do you ever feel uncomfortable telling your age? No. No. Mm-mm. Wear it with a badge of honor. It just doesn't. I mean, ask me again, I guess, in 10 years, but it just doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, I'm, I've made it pretty far along, farther than some people thought I would. So I'm proud of it. Proud of your age. <laughs> That's right. And proud of this accomplishment of earning your MBA. So tell us a little bit about how it was that you in your late 30s mm-hmm. decided to go back to graduate school and walk us through that decision for you. I always had MBA on my list. I, as a kid, even knew that that was a pretty big deal. And um We've talked about it before, but I graduated with my undergrad late. I was 30 when I graduated with my undergrad degree. You know, I was doing it full-time working. And I just, I knew, I I always knew I'd go back and do my MBA. I just didn't know the timing. And then once Gage started school, it started to make more sense. Um, And then I landed in this job a few years ago. And based on what I was learning in my role and how it was going, it just was the next logical step. So I went ahead and Got started. How old was your son, Gage, when you started graduate school? He was eight. Yes, he was eight. And you were still working full time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. One of the things we hear, Tara, is that some moms, when they look at going back to school or pursuing additional education or or, or taking up a hobby or taking up anything. anything. Right, right. Just something for themselves. It's that they don't have any time. Right. And it seems as though for a long period of time, maybe for that whole 18 year period when our kids are are, are younger, going through adolescence uh, until they reach adulthood, we kind of push pause on our lives Mm -hmm. and focus a lot on them. So it must have taken a certain level of strength for you to prioritize you. Did you feel that? Yes, I was concerned. I knew it was going to be hard. And I think what what really got me there was... It, it was at the fastest pace, it was going to take two, two and a half years, the slowest pace, maybe 
three or four tops. And I think I finally was just like, you know, that time's going to pass anyway. I'd rather just get this done. I think, I mean, I'd re- I just had to make the decision to do it, mm-hmm. to just do it and know that, you know, I'm not going to cook for my family for a couple of years and they're going to have to feed themselves and they're going to live and it's going to be all right. And they lived. And they lived. Your husband and son survived. That's right. And possibly thrived. They're doing just fine. They're doing good. <laughs> That's right. What is it that you found to be the most challenging part mm. of going to school and working and raising a young son? I think it was the mental load. You know, we've talked about that before. And it wasn't always the actual workload. Sometimes it was just the fact that I could never really rest. I always had something that I knew I needed to be doing or working on, or there was always something due. So I think for me, it was just having to make sure to find time to um, give myself a break and, and not mired down and always needing to be doing something else. The mental load was tough. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do with yourself during the breaks? I did jigsaw puzzles, as you know, and um, I would try to find creative things to do. I started doing these paint by numbers in the breaks. We'd catch up on movies or, you know, try to do stuff with Gage and really make sure he got a little bit of my time on the breaks. And uh, unfortunately, especially because I went spring, summer and fall, the breaks were usually just a week or two at a time. It was kind of tough. And you went during the pandemic as well, right? Uh huh. Yes. So your courses were online. Mm-hmm. Yes. And most of my courses the entire time were online. Okay. I did most of my courses online. They had a, an MBA program that worked that way through my school. And then I took one in-person class this semester. If you were talking to one of our listeners who's thinking about going back to school or doing a, a full or a partial pivot mm-hmm. in their yeah, lives, yeah, yeah. What, would you, what advice would you give? I would say, don't count yourself out just because you think it's going to take too much time. When I started, I said to myself, I'm just going to do one or two classes a semester and see how it feels. And then I found that I could manage. So I would say just sit down, come up with a plan that makes sense. Don't be in a rush to like knock it out as soon as you possibly can. And let me tell you something, guys. I did well, but I did not get straight A's. So please know that they don't put your grades on your diploma. So you don't have to show up and go 90 to nothing and do the very best possible thing you've ever done and burn yourself out. You can just go and really relish the learning and really enjoy the experience and take your time. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. From she with the master's degree. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to have to now that you've leveled up your education, Mm -hmm. you've kind of like leveled up your status. You kind of have the cred to earn a little bit more of my support. So when you say (laughs) something now and you make Mm -hmm. a suggestion now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, well, that's Tara with a master's degree. (laughs) I told everybody at work, they're going to start calling me MBA. Just start calling me MBA. It's fine. I love it. Own it and flaunt it. Yeah. You deserve it. And I've loved being uh, a part of that journey and just kind of watching you as you've navigated so many things, like the challenges at work and challenges at home, mm-hmm. and you've just done it and you've done a great job. And so congratulations. Thank you. And for the record, you've done more than just watch. Kanji <laughs> has like carried the load for the podcast, really given me grace when I was underwater. So you've been super supportive. 
So basically what you're saying is everybody just needs that support system around them, That's whether true. it's through colleagues or coworkers or friends mm-hmm. or partners or family, just make sure that you have a support system in place and really lean into that support system. Um, and it's something that we teach our kids as well. Like we don't know what's going on with you. You got to let people around, you know, that's right. You know, that's right. You got to ask for that help. Yeah. Yeah. So let people show up. We know what my highlight was. What about you? What was your highlight this year? Ooh, let me think. Um, okay. Well, for me, it wasn't just an event for me. I think the highlight was the full pivot I did in my career. Mm -hmm. Um, dare I say, leaving behind the practice of law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it, yeah, it's 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 starting this new career, working full time in the equity ecosystem. Yes. Definitely has been the highlight and also the biggest challenge of 2021 for me. Yeah. Well, and just for the record, when you were contemplating that change, it was it was really fun to see you explore that idea and consider it in a, in a couple of different ways. And I can tell you, and I think I've said this before, that since you've made that change, I mean, you are just like a completely different person. You have this completely different glow about you. And I've seen you like stretch and change and grow in big, big ways this whole year as you've taken that on. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. I mean, for so long, um, being a black woman in predominantly white spaces, white male spaces, Mm. as an attorney who worked um, in private practice at large law firms, and then working in house for a financial institution, I never really felt a like I belonged, and b that I was really fueling and living my passion. Yes, you know, and then also part of my me, it just never felt like I was my authentic self, right? I've shared before on podcast that um, I kind of wanted to fit in to places that I was never meant to fit in. Yes. And um, you and I started our nonprofit last year, along with some other leaders here in the, the Frisco, Texas area, to start to really shine a light on discrimination and inequities that exist within communities and kind of to give parents the opportunity and ability to teach their children about racial awareness and empathy all at once. Having the chance to also do that in the workplace now just gives my entire life meaning. It looks really good on you. Thank you. You're welcome. Like these box braids I was going to say, I wasn't going to say it. I'll let you say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, but I will say what's happened in 2021 is there has been kind of a shift um, in the dialogue and in the, the conversation mm-hmm. about racial awareness. And what happened is I think in 2020, after George Floyd's murder, a lot of people were looking and searching and listening and learning and reaching out and connecting. And we're open to conversations and we're open to learning. Um, we remember right after his murder, Amazon, like a lot of the the top Amazon bestsellers were books about anti-racism yes. and white yeah. fragility and understanding privilege and oppression. Um, and those conversations grew quiet in 2021. And even in the workforce, I think in 2020, there was this push to hire all of these diversity officers. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a push to to talk about it. And that kind of stopped a little bit in 2021. So for me to be in a position in my workplace and to be supported 
in trying to keep these conversations going and to keep the learning and education going has been really, really important to me and has been uh, the highlight of my year and probably of my adulthood. Mm, That's a good one. You think so? That's a good year, yes. Well, it's not without its challenges, right? Because as much as I can say that my new job has been um, the the highlight of my 2021, it's also been the biggest challenge of my 2021. Yeah. Um, I was in a position at work where I did some um, anti-bias workshops and, and training sessions for a percentage of our workforce. And one of the, the folks that attended in the post-workshop survey said that I was um, teaching people how to be victims. Mm. And so it still made me realize that there are folks that don't have that growth mindset right. and still have that fixed mindset. right? Yeah. Well, and just can't hear what's really being said like you know what i mean they're just like they've made a decision and that's where they're sticking with it they're gonna be fixed on Mm -hmm. what they want to know and they have their position and they hold fast to it which is what we try not to teach our kids yes we try to teach our kids to be open to understanding and to learning but to know that there are adults out there that still have these these mindsets That's what I think is most challenging for me raising a black son is to know that no matter what I do, no matter what we do, no matter how far we've come as a country, no matter how far we've come as a community, there are still folks out there that um, will see and judge him by his color and not the content of his character. Yeah. So that for me, like I said, it's a kind of a a double edged sword um, highlight and also the, the challenge, but um, I come from strong stock, you know, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm the descendant of enslaved African-Americans on both sides of my family. So my people didn't uh, sacrifice and go through what they went through for me to give up right. when faced with a challenge. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going with uh, my 90s hip hop playing every step of the way. I mean, that's the motivator right there. Right. It just pushes you right on. I'm sometimes not the clean versions. <laughs> Never the clean versions. <laughs> Wait, what? no, when the kids are in the car. Mm, I just don't listen. I can't go with it. I just turn on something else until he gets out of the car. Really? <laughs> yes. No, my kid, yeah, he he knows a little bit about um, Biggie oh, and yeah. Tupac. What he doesn't know about is N.W.A. Oh, no, Ooh. no, Ooh. no, no, not that one. There's not even a version of that that would be okay. Ever. <laughs> Ever. So um, my challenge, highlight the same. Um, what has been your biggest challenge of 2021? Oh, man. Um, I mean, uh, finishing school was definitely a challenge. I mean, it wasn't easy, obviously. But I think for me, I'm not going to be able to put exact words on it. But this year, I can just tell, like, there's some things shifting for, for me in how things line up in my life as far as wanting, like kind of wanting what you have, you know, wanting to feel more aligned in my work and wanting to feel more aligned in, um, you know, what I'm, I want to feel passionate about what I'm doing daily. And I haven't always felt like that. And this year has been pretty tough for a myriad of reasons in that way. And so I think for me, just feeling challenged about wanting more and, um, but not quite sure what it is yet. You know mm. what I mean? Like not not knowing exactly what that looks like and uh, wanting to just get more clear about what it is and, and then uh, come up with a plan to get there. 
And if anyone is able to come up with a plan <laughs> and to execute on that plan, mm-hmm. it's you. I like it. I'm a planner. <laughs> I would love to have that in my DNA. <laughs> but anyone who knows me knows I'm kind of the most spontaneous and also the biggest procrastinator this side of the world. I will, you know, I'll give you props though. Between the two of us, let, let's speak specifically about the podcast, right? Between the two of us, I'm definitely like a write it down, outline, just want to be ready. And you're always like fly by the seat. But, but I'm going to tell you something. You're amazing at it. <laughs> because I have so much <laughs> practice. You are, ama- I am always <laughs> astounded at what happens. <laughs> When I just let you run the show. (laughs) It's like, when you don't plan things, Mm -hmm. it works out. Well, this is what I told um, my mom, like, and and some of my college roommates know this. Like, I never went to class when I was in college, and I never really studied. And I waited to the very last minute to do anything. And the reason why I still do that now, Mm -hmm. almost 30 years later, is because it worked well for me. (laughs) Right. You know, like if at any point in time I had been working on, let's say, a term paper in last minute and it didn't get done, maybe I would have learned my lesson. You've had no consequences. At all. It always works. Yes. That's your vibe. But I'm waiting (laughs) for the day when it's not going to work well for me. That just might be your path. I will say this, though. My son, Roman, inherited that. Oh, he is a procrastinator and he gets by with it because he hasn't had the consequence yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so whew, I wish there were other traits that I have that he had inherited, but that's the one that he got. And I'm, I apologize. Well, maybe he also got the one that he's really good at it. So we'll see. <laughs> it's worked so far. We'll see. What is um, something that Gage has inherited from you? Oh, that's funny. Um, Other than your whole face. Uh, yes, yes, he is by little mini me. Uh, he he has inherited from me that um, he's not wrong. Like he's never wrong. <laughs> like he just won't admit it. He'll do this thing and he'll we'll prove him wrong and he'll be like, oh well, that's you know this and this. That's not exactly what I said, so I'm not wrong. <laughs> like he definitely get that from his mama. <laughs> mm. Oh, your poor partner. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Between the two of us, yeah. Jason's like, you two are ridiculous. I <laughs> know. Oh, Sorry. Well, at least you know it and recognize it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, a, I'm a, I own it. So weird to think that we are in the final days of 2021, partially because so much of this year kind of seemed like an extension of last year. Yes. And I do remember um, when we started this year, one of the things that you mentioned either on this podcast or offline, you talked about how folks thought that 2021, we're going to be waving a magic wand and things were just going to be noticeably different. Right. And that didn't happen. That did not happen. You were absolutely Mm -hmm. right, Tara. And so I'm looking forward to 2022 cautiously because we still are in the middle of this pandemic that's turning into an endemic. Um, And we still have so many things that we need to do. We're still so broken and so divided as a country, as a community, as a as a global community. Yeah. There's still so much separation and room and space for us to be better global citizens and to lean into each other rather than building up walls between one another. I agree with you. And it's not something you want to say out loud, but it feels like some of that motion that we saw and that pressure that we saw came from, you know, events that kind of forced the issue. And as things have quieted in some ways and not others, it does seem to put space there. And people are like, oh, 
it's all moved along. So um, I hope that we've pushed that momentum far enough that it continues, even may, even if it's not at the exact same pace, that at least people continue to push that momentum forward to, you know, challenge their thinking, challenge the status quo, be more intentional about their decisions. You know, I, I hope that continues. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's my hope for the world. That's our hope for 2022, folks. Right. So looking forward, what is one thing that you were looking forward to in 2022? I am looking forward to not having to do homework in 2022. <laughs> that is my immediate excitement. I've We've already got a few things planned and, you know, as far as like trips and some activities that I'm looking forward to. I'm trying not to fill up my calendar now that it's empty, which is my first instinct. So I'm looking to looking forward to starting with a little bit of rest and then finding my next challenge. I love it. Mm. Do you think you're going to go and get any sort of certificates or any more professional development or courses under your belt? Oh, yeah. Of course. You not will. right away, but at some point I'll probably do some certifications, some executive type stuff. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. What about you? What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to parenting a teenager Ooh, girl yeah so Very in soon in january roman will be 13 so more drama more stories <laughs> to come um but actually and and this is probably something that we will talk about in the podcast in 2022 i'm looking forward to and in, in the first time in 40 years really developing and having a relationship with my father mm-hmm you know, um, one day with his permission, um, I will share with this podcast family why he has not been in my life for the last 40 years, but he is now. And so it's a it's a new season. And I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And um, y'all podcast family, you'll be with us on this journey. So um, we are glad that you are. We're glad that you've tuned in for 2021. And you've been a part of our journey. And all of the things that we've discussed and all of the things that we have done, we've done it together. And we've done it, hopefully, with a little bit of humor for each and every one of you. I can't wrap it up any better than that, Kanji. It's been an amazing year. I'm so glad we're still doing this. If you had told me, what, a year and a half ago, we'd still have this many episodes out and bring in new content, I would never would have believed you. It's been an amazing journey with you. We are still in the midst of this journey, and we look forward to seeing where this road that we're on takes us. Podcast Fam 2021 has been so incredible, so spectacular, full of challenges, full of highlights. And we hope that this podcast has been one of the highlights of yours. Reach out to us on social media and let us know what your highlights and maybe your challenges have been and things that you would like to see us present and conversations you would like us to have in 2022. And we will, just like the cast of Friends, be there for you. (laughs) We're always there for you. So with that being said, um, as you go into 2022, guard your health, mental, physical, and spiritual. Happy New Year. Take good care.